Welcome to the First Contact Headache and Primary Care Podcast. Every episode, we break down topics in headache medicine for primary care providers and other healthcare professionals seeing patients with headache disorders. The goal of the First Contact Headache and Primary Care Program is to provide educational resources to empower healthcare professionals and improve headache and migraine care for patients. Hi, I'm Dr. Mia Minnan, a board-certified headache specialist and associate professor at NYU Langone Health. Today's episode will focus on diagnosing and treating migraine in seniors, defined as people above the age of 65. Joining me to shed some light on this topic is Dr. Nina Riggins. Dr. Riggins, thank you for joining us today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Dr. Nina Riggins, headache specialist and board certified neurologist. I'm associate professor at University of California, San Francisco. Thank you for having me here today. When diagnosing headache disorders in older adults, what would you prioritize in your diagnostic approach? We have high index of suspicion for secondary headache disorder in older adult patients with new onset headache. They are roughly 12 times more likely to have serious underlying causes and frequently presentation is different compared to younger adults. Probability of secondary headache increases steadily with age. Secondary headaches include those associated with temporal arteritis, postherpetic neuralgia, subarachnoid and intracerebral hemorrhage, intracranial neoplasm. Other headache can be connected to glaucoma, and regular annual eye exam can be very helpful. Hypertension, control of blood pressure is very important. Sleep apnea. We always try to address if someone has insomnia and snoring. Cardiac cephalgia, cervicogenic pain. In clinical practice, distinguishing between oral with or without migraine headache and transient ischemic attack or minor stroke can be difficult. And it makes it important to consider appropriate imaging and lab work, such as checking sedimentation rate when temporal arteritis is suspected. Well, that's quite a broad differential for various second headache disorders in older patients. Now, is there anything different about primary headache characteristics in older adults that primary care providers should pay special attention to? Clinically, headaches can be different and atypical. In older individuals, migraine is more likely to be bilateral with less sensory sensitivities. Migraine aura may appear without headache. Careful assessment is needed to exclude stroke. Prevalence of aura without headache can increase from 1% to 6% to 16% in older adults. Also, migraine attacks tend to start more often, up to 60% at night or early morning. Ah, so what are some clinical pearls about headache prevalence and headache types in this population? One is medication-induced headache. Approximately 15% of all headaches in patients over 65 years of age is induced or maintained by medications. This encompasses both headache as side effect from non-headache medication 
as well as medication overuse headache. Examples. Headache is common side effect of spironolactone, medication which used for blood pressure control and by dermatologists. H2 receptor antagonism. Nitrates. So we always need to address if anything new in medication regimen can lead to headache. So interesting. Are there any primary headache types in older patients that are you know, different that primary care doctors should know about? Any interesting ones? I always find intriguing diagnosis of hypnic headache, which was first described by Dr. Raskin in 1988. And this is alarm clock headache, which can wake people up from sleep. And now it's included in international classification of headache disorders. That's so interesting. Yes, I definitely have patients where they say, doctor, this headache is waking me up at 3 a.m. every morning. It's terrible. I can't sleep. It's so disabling. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it's important for primary care providers to know about this unusual headache type. Let us move to something a bit more common. What do we know about migraine prevalence in the senior population? Primary headache disorders regularly occur in senior populations. Primary headache found in 52 to 81% of headache cases. Chronification of migraine can happen in older adults too, both with and without medication overuse. Interesting. So let's talk about migraine treatment. Can you give us an overview of treatment options for migraine management in older adults? We recommend to avoid opioids and prioritize lifestyle modifications. Seeds for success. Sleep. Address sleep hygiene. Maximize sleep quantity and quality. Exercise. 30 to 40 minutes, three to five times a week. So that's so interesting what you're saying about exercise, because yes, there were recent studies showing that exercise is really helpful for migraine prevention and can be just as efficacious as some of the medications. And I think that this is important for primary care providers and patients to know because we know there are so many benefits for patients to exercise in general, but particularly in this older population where we're already worried about medication interactions, medication side effects, and so forth. You know, I think that's, that's a key part, and there are already great benefits to exercise. Exactly. Diet is also very important. Regular healthy meals, adequate hydration. One in three people who live in with migraine report that dehydration is a trigger. Keeping diary, headache diary helps to figure out pattern, triggers, assess response to treatment. Stress, meditation, cognitive behavioral therapy, mindfulness, relaxation, biofeedback. That's a great list of different options for primary care providers to recommend to patients. I know that oftentimes it can be hard for primary care providers and for patients to find access to some of these behavioral therapies. And so I think it's important to shed light on the fact that the American Headache Society has some resources. Um, in addition, you know, there's the American Migraine Foundation, and there are online progressive muscle relaxation audios that PCPs can share with patients. In addition, there are websites from the um, societies that have biofeedback and have cognitive behavioral therapy, like find a provider um, tabs on those websites. And so I think all of those can be helpful for PCPs to help patients access these resources. 
So if you had to summarize the key points of our conversation for a primary care provider, what would they be? In all the individuals, new primary headaches are diagnosis of exclusion, treatment affected by comorbidities, and other medications they are using. Secondary headaches, major consideration requiring appropriate workup. Many treatments can safely be offered regardless of age. And I wanted to bring up the point that patients over 65 were not included in many clinical trials, and headache specialists are here for you, so please reach out. Well, Dr. Riggins, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your experience. Thank you so much for having me, and I cannot say enough how much we appreciate amazing work primary care does and truly believe that patient-centered care working together will lead to success. Thanks for tuning in to our episode. You can find additional information and doctor-verified resources about migraine and seniors and more on the First Contact Headache and Primary Care website. Visit us at AmericanHeadacheSociety.org slash primary care. This podcast is brought to you by the American Headache Society and made possible by Eli Lilly.